Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mum's Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Joe Alexis. And we're bringing you another special edition. And as, if you've been listening beforehand, you know I'm not going to spoil the fun. I'm going to let Joe tell you why this is a special edition. So, Joe, over to you. Oh, I love that, Roxanne. Thank you and welcome, everybody. And yes, we're here for another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And as you know, we love to bring on mums and um, encourage them to join in our conversation. So today we have another special guest. Uh, we have Dr. Pam Smith joining us today. And Pam, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, your family makeup, what you like to do in your spare time, um, so we can get the conversation started. Okay. Well, first of all, spare time, what is that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe and Roxanne, for this wonderful invitation to come and just talk about moms figuring it out. Um, I am happily married, been happily married for 35 wonderful years. And as a matter of fact, um, tomorrow we will be celebrating the 40 year anniversary of the day that my mom, my mom, I will say, introduced us. Uh, so my mother introduced us at church 40 years ago tomorrow. And from that union, as the saying goes, we have two beautiful daughters, uh, 33, ages 33 and 30. And I have three rambunctious grandsons. Um, uh, one's what, 21 months, five years old and 14 years old. And so, um, and then a, an amazing son in love. Um, I say son in love instead of son in law because he is a phenomenal young man. Um, but anyway, as far as what I do, I am a minister. Uh, I'm a licensed minister. I'm also the manager of multicultural initiatives for an organization. It's a nonprofit organization called Donate Life North Carolina. And there's just different state teams um, in our teams. We go out and we encourage everyone in our state to sign up on the organ donor registry um, because we just encourage organ donation. It's so prevalent, so needed in the US. Also, I am the co-founder of um, Smith Bios Group, which is a nonprofit my husband and I have founded uh, because eight years ago, I donated my kidney to my husband. And from that, we decided to kind of tell the world, um, you know, the importance of taking care of your body and being healthy. And so I, uh, I'm the co-founder of that. And then finally, I'm the founder of Uniquely Uses, which is my passion in life, um, mentoring and encouraging and uh, coaching ministers and pastors' wives. And I just encourage them to embrace their voices, their visions, and their value in life. And now my hobbies, um, well, about hobbies, I, I guess the interest, I am a diehard cat lover. I'm all things cat, so all the cat haters just go away. I love <laughs> cats. There's nothing bad you can say about cats and kittens, uh, lions and tigers and the whole cat species. So, um, yes. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that introduction, Pam. Um, I like at the beginning when I, when you said about hobbies and, and interests, you were like, spare time, what's that? 
in your spare time how do you and you talked about health and how important health is so um what do you do in terms of like taking care of your health taking care of yourself right right well i'm very family oriented so my husband and i we love to just spend time together we love to do things with um, um, the grandchildren like Recently, we took them to this this beach area that we found out about. It, it was a very small beach, really kind of attached next to a, like a recreational park. So we've gone out there um, a couple of times. And uh, one day, my husband and I, one evening, we just kind of were a little bit bored. So and the weather was beautiful and it's about a 30 minute drive from our home. And so we just went out there. We sat at a picnic table and the water came almost up to the picnic table and we just sat there for about 45 minutes to an hour just chatting looking at the sun almost setting and you know getting ready to set and it was just nice just to just to be able to breathe and and, and just kind of take it easy at the end of the work day so to speak so um, I love nature I love nature so I love walking um, that's another interest of mine i I love walking daily through my neighborhood or sometimes I go to a park and walk and uh, just just observing nature and just finding that quiet place where you're kind of away from everybody and you can just reflect upon God's goodness and who he is to me. And, um, you know, that's a time when I just think about my purpose in life, the things that I aspire to do, my goals, my dreams, things of that nature. So I think that's a part of um being healthy too, not not letting things just kind of pass you by. You think of some goals and dreams you want, but you don't take the time to uh, put them into action. And so, uh, so yeah, so just enjoying enjoying nature, enjoying family. Uh, I love music, also. I love gospel music, so just listening to gospel music that puts me in a good state of mind. And uh, I just think that's so important. That's mm -hmm. very important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like you've got kids, you've got grandkids and those parenting roles do, you know, it takes a lot of energy, doesn't it? So like taking that time out for yourself. Um, yeah. It's yes. so important as a, as a parent, you know, as a parent, as I imagine I'm not a grandparent, but I imagine as a grandparent as well, like it's so important to take that time out for yourself as well. Absolutely. It? Absolutely. And I, and I, even another thing I like to do are my in-home retreats. Um, and I just did that the other day. I just did that the other day where I have that nice bubble bath and turn the lights down and light the candles and put some soft music on and just soak in a nice warm or hot tub and uh, just put my ear earbuds in and, and listen to some soothing music. And then I like to, um, after that, I like to do some reading. I love to read and um just read maybe a chapter or so of a book and then i wrap it up with journaling i just like to journal what's on my heart and some of the things that i've experienced since the last time i i journaled um so i think that's so important too just kind of capturing those things that are on your heart and mind and um just reflecting upon them i always when i sit down to journal i always look back at the last time i journaled to kind of see okay what was i doing back then and so to me that's relaxing as well yeah like, well and, yeah. and i mean you seem to be a bit of an all-rounder that's you know you're taking care of your mind your body your soul everything mm -hmm. is, is is being taken care of which is so important um and do you see any of that translating to your children yes my daughter my oldest daughter that has the three boys um 
you know, for her, she, she has to, uh, I, I, I have to kind of remind her at times that, you know, you're doing okay because the boys are at those different ages. You know, you got the toddler that's running everywhere. She has the five-year-old that has epilepsy. So that's a challenge in and of itself. And then the 14-year-old that just started high school, uh, you know, a 14-year-old that kind of thinks they know it all, that kind of thing. So you're uh, kind of, you've kind of got kids at different uh, places in their lives. So I encourage her always to take care of herself. And for her, she loves going to the gym. That is her way, her way of expressing, you know, just that needed time away from the boys. And she goes to get the manicures and the pedicures and, and that kind of thing. And, and my, my youngest daughter, our youngest daughter does the same thing. She loves to travel, um, just kind of get away. So she's been doing a lot of that. And um, so, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I like to lead by example. So uh, doing those things and let uh, them seeing their mother do those things. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's kind mm. of a family thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? And we've, we've, you know, had these discussions with um, other people that have joined, you know, other mums that have joined the conversation that we are role models and, you know, right. our children do, do replicate what they, what they see us doing. Um, right. Whether it's in terms of our health or, you know, how we communicate or whatever that is. Um, yeah, I will say, I will say that sometimes I don't practice what I preach. For mm-hmm. instance, um, about a month, a month and a half ago, um, well, I guess I'll back it up and, and just share uh, with the moms out there that uh, about a couple of months ago, I ended up in the hospital because um, my daughter back in March, she was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. And that was kind of a gut punch for us. You know, when you get that news that a loved one of yours, especially your child, has cancer, that's something a parent never wants to hear. Mm. And so we just immediately came together as a family. And of course, we're a family of faith. So we, we prayed about it. We're still praying about it now. Mm. But we came together. And so my husband and I decided she had her chemo treatments that her her doctor gave her and she had to have chemo treatments every three weeks. And so we decided to drive down. We live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we decided every three weeks when she had chemo treatments that we were going to drive down to be with her because Mm. we felt, you know, this is our baby. (laughs) You know, she's going through this heart wrenching diagnosis um and, and and experience and so we drove down a three and a half hour drive every three weeks and we would go down the day before she had her treatments and we would drive her to her treatment and go pick her up and take her lunch and things of that nature and then we would stay with her maybe five to six days just depending on how long she needed us and then we would drive back to charlotte and then you know two and a half weeks later we were heading back down again and so we did that six different times And so throughout all of that, I kind of got worn out, but I wasn't really paying attention to my body. And uh, between that rigorous schedule and the fact that I had just started um, my job at Donate Life North Carolina, I had just started that back in January. So there was a lot, you know, that learning curve when you're on a new job and Mm -hmm. cultivating relationships and all of that. So my daughter's diagnosis, along with getting, you know, my job, uh, in order doing all of that. And then my grandson that has the epilepsy dealing with that. Um, so it, it got to be a bit much to me. And as opposed to just trying to not let things get to me, 
Uh, it did. And I started feeling this pressure in my chest and I called the doctor and, um, you know, I just kind of thought it was heartburn or something. I, I kind of dismissed it that, you know, I've always been had great health and all of that. But my doctor told me to the nurse, rather, she told me to call. She told me to go to the hospital, call 911 and go to the hospital. But I didn't feel the need to do that immediately. Um, but my daughter, speaking of sometimes our kids know what's best for us, mm-hmm. uh, our grown kids. And so my oldest daughter, she, she busted me a little bit and told me to get off the computer. I was trying to finish up some work. But um, so I did eventually get off the computer, went to the hospital, and I ended up being admitted to the hospital for two days. Wow. Um, but, but I said that to say that, you know, I just allowed all those things to kind of build up that pressure, that weight from what's going on in my world, what's going on in my family with my child. Um, and it kind of got the best of me, that stress that had that had built up. So now since then, I'm taking it more easy. And mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm doing my retreats and my spas and uh, things of that nature and just having more downtime, going to the park, going to the lake, uh, spending more family time together. And, and I just think, um, I think that's important because in life, you know, life is um, made up of exploration and discoveries. You know, when you explore these things in life, that might work for you, might not work. Uh, and then you just, you discover, you discover for yourself, you know. Pam, you hit on the quite an interesting um, point there about discovering and life going in many different directions and it's about us being aware and seeing where we're at because although it was probably wasn't the intention of this conversation today it is very much about health not only in terms of your work and your vocation that that focuses a lot around health but when you've spoken about recent experiences it's all connected on that health thing and I think for many mums, you know, sometimes we're so busy taking care of everybody else that we have the little signs and the signals about our health, but we sort of ignore them because we're focused on everybody else. And, you know, for yourself, had you not been hospitalised, do you think you would have just carried on on that treadmill worrying about all the members of your family, so your children and your children's children, and probably not even realising you needed to stop for a while? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, like I said, I really didn't even take the nurse seriously that day. I, I literally, when she said, okay, ma'am, I need you to hang up and um, call 911, you know, the, for the emergency and get an ambulance to come out here and get you. I'm like, I'm not that sick. Okay. I'm thinking you could just call me in a prescription for something and I'll be all right. Um, and then I ended up going to the hospital for about an hour and a half after I got there. Then the lady, she, I'm thinking, okay, they're running these tests and things of that nature. I just thought, again, they were just going to give me a prescription for something and I'd go home. But then the lady came in and handed me a post-it note with my room number on it. And so I'm like, wow, this is really serious. So it really took uh, some time for it to sink in that, okay, Pam, Again, stop thinking about everybody else and, you know, your job, the work I needed to get done, the work I needed to submit and checking on my daughter and all of it, you know, all of that and the family and the grandsons are okay. And just concentrate on Pam. Just just concentrate on me and my needs. Um, that's as, as a mom, as a woman, a lot of times that's so hard to do. That's yeah. so hard to do. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hard to do. And like, thank you for sharing that. 
um, that that whole experience and you know wish your daughter all the best um, but yeah I think what what you've said as well about um, you know I guess as mums we you know we we do do it all and we and we run around and and, and we we can easily burn ourselves out because we we care about our families and I think you've just kind of expressed you know it's it's okay for us not to you know for us not to be perfect and um, you know you know that kind of oh I, you know I should be doing this and I should be doing this and actually you know our bodies will tell us when we need to stop and when we need to take a break um, and you know sometimes we can get a bit of mum guilt what I call mum guilt where we're like oh I can't you know I can't I can't take that time out for me because I need to care for this one and I need to do this and I need to do that but on the flip yeah. side of that if if we aren't healthy and we haven't um, taken care of ourselves then it is harder to then look after the family so there's always this kind of um balance isn't there with us about you know which, which way do I go um with the guilt and everything else built in um but yeah that's that's like thanks for sharing I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're and I'm glad you're on the on the mend now as well um and I, I love that you do your home you, you, you call them your home retreats um I love that that's a that's a nice nice thing to call it where you just take your time out for you take your time um, out for you yes and, and it doesn't cost you anything you know other than the supplies that you use I mean you just you just take that time and spend that time a couple hours three four five hours it just kind of depends on kind of what I want to do and um it, it's wonderful though I, I just love it and it's something that I'm so glad that I discovered and I really share that a lot with other women too and I and I failed to mention also that I myself shortly after my daughter this is another thing that contributed to my stress um my daughter when she was diagnosed back in March I I went to the doctor and had my mammogram done I think it was like in May and the doctor thought they found a lump on my breast and so that was I'm like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> my daughter be going through this and now I'm possibly going to be going through the same thing. But fortunately, that was not the case. It mm. didn't turn out to be cancer. But again, that's one of those things that um, uh, kind of like what my husband and I say in our workshops that your, um, your body will talk to you. It's up to you to listen. It's up to you to listen or ignore it. And then unfortunately, in so many cases, when we don't listen to our bodies, um, things can take a turn for the worse. So we've really got to pay attention to ourselves. And we really have to, like I like to say, look at the woman in the mirror and um, just be true to your authentic self. Be true to yourself. And, and it's okay if you don't have it all together, like you were saying earlier about being perfect. It's okay if you don't get the house all tidied up and cleaned up the way that you that you want. Um, I, I, I recall that story about when I was pregnant with my first daughter and my water broke and I'm, I'm just Miss Perfectionist back then. This is in, in my early, in my mid twenties. And I, you know, my water broke and it's time for me to go to the doctor, to the hospital to deliver the baby. And I'm so into wanting everything to be straight. If I'm going to be in the hospital a long time, you know, and my mom or my mother-in-law has to come by and get something from the house. I want them to see a spotless house. So I'm walking around the house with this towel around me, you know, my water going everywhere on the floor because it broke. And then I'm up here. Oh, I got to clean the kitchen. I got to do the dishes. I got to make the bed. I got to yeah. all this kind of stuff that I'm trying to get done. But you know what? It's, it's, it's not even, I guess maybe it's egotistical. Um, just trying to be that perfectionist, trying to make, you know, trying to say that, you know, I've got it all together over here. I'm 
we already had this baby, but I got a clean house. You know, I've got to get this done over here, but I've got to get this done over there. And so we've got to be careful of that. So we don't wear ourselves out. It's really not worth it. It's really not worth it. So um, we just need to learn to love ourselves more. We need to accept ourselves more. And, um, you know, just the, the good things in life, the good things in life. You know, there's a there's a poem by Irma Bombeck um, that I love. And she talks about how if she had her life to live all over again, um, that, you know, you don't you don't worry about whether or not the dishes are clean. You don't worry about whether or not the room needs to be vacuumed. You don't worry about whether or not you've got one more email to submit to your employer. You just don't take, you, you just don't worry about those things. Um, because when it's all said and done, you are the most important person in your family. And those are things that we need to prioritize. We need to Absolutely. prioritize more. Yeah. I feel like that's a learning curve as well, though, isn't it? I feel like as you, in my experience, kind of like as you get older, those, you know, those things that you worried about when you were younger become less of a, you know, a worry. And you can let some of those things go. I think when you're a bit younger, yeah. you're a bit like, oh, no, I can't, I can't. But as you get older, you, you re- realize that actually, you know, yes, I can. And it's okay. Like the saying goes, you live and you learn. You live and you learn uh, those life lessons. And then to your point earlier, um, you pass them along to your children, hopefully. You, you pass those things along to your children so they don't come up making some of the same mistakes that we've made. And, uh, you know, that's really important. That's really mm-hmm. important too. So. Oh, yeah. Some development tools and, and they help us to to bounce back so although I feel now I'm in a position where although things happen um that how I respond to those things are very different now to how they were before and I can then bounce back that little you know that that bit quicker from those experiences because I have those tools and those strategies um to help me right right you know one thing I just thought of one thing that I am learning now and I'm 60 years old But one thing I'm learning now with more so probably in the last three or four years is the conversations that I have with my daughters and especially my oldest daughter. And I say her because we happen currently we're living in the same household. And recently there's some things that I had on my heart that were weighing very heavily on me. And I just took the time to talk to my daughter And that's something I think that mothers need to do more of, to talk to our children, you know, because when they get older, you say kind of how they become your friend or you become their friend. Um, And and my daughter, I could just look in her eyes and it was something that I was even almost moved to tears um, to share with her. But she just she was just captivated in the moment and she was listening. And sometimes, you know, when I talk to her, I even need a hug from her. You know, there's plenty of times when she comes in, mom, I need a hug. Yeah. Uh, but then there's those times also that I feel as a mother, I can be vulnerable enough to yeah. my children because we don't need our kids out there thinking we are this perfect mom that we don't hurt, that we're not over, you know, mm-hmm. we just have so much going on, overconsumed, overwhelmed. And so I think, especially living in the same household with her, that she has been able to see her mother in a different way. Um, There are times when I'm hurting. There are times when I get mad. There are times when, you know, there's pain and anguish um, that I'm experiencing. And I don't try to just kind of do like we used to do the old school, you know, generations ago, you know, your kids don't know how you feel and 
you know, with your parents and all of that. That's no, you're not your kids. You know, the kids don't need to hear this conversation. No, I think they yeah. need to hear some conversations. Mm-hmm. Life is rough. Life is hard. You know, we went through some financial challenges and, and we're not trying to say, okay, we're living the life of luxury right now when we were going through it. Okay, girls, here's what we're going through. Yeah. And, you know, we want to share it. We want to be authentic with our kids and let mm-hmm. them know with our children and let them know what we as mothers and fathers are going through. And I, and I, that's something that I have definitely learned more in the past several years. And I just think that's so important. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Quite profound what you mentioned, because I think the other thing is that they see things from a slightly different perspective and maybe they can highlight things for us that you know, it's not within our sort of consciousness, but they see things in a different way can and help us to view our situation differently and therefore make different choices that we probably wouldn't have made otherwise. Absolutely. You're so right about that. There have been, there have been like some topics that um, maybe some sensitive topics that we as parents feel about like some things going on in the world today, but they bring a different, you know, like you said, they can bring it from a different perspective. And it's caused me, especially living in this household with my daughter and son in love, it's caused me and even my husband to say, okay, wow, maybe we'll know all of it after all, y'all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so, so, and, and it can be humbling. It can be a humbling experience to learn things from your kids. It really can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, me and Roxanne often joke about some of the things our our children say, you know, now that they're older, you know, you have, you can have those conversations and those perspectives come across and they do make you, um, I love it because I love being able to, like, they challenge you in that way where you can't, you know, they get you thinking in a different way and you're like, oh, okay, right. I didn't actually see it from that perspective or, you know, they just bring another angle to it and you can have those conversations with them when they, when they are older um as our right. children are and that's, right. and that's quite powerful it's nice to have those conversations that is powerful that is powerful you know and i think another thing we need to do as moms is is uh we need to pat ourselves on the back more we need to yes. reward and award ourselves more than what we do and i literally just today went to my doctor earlier for my yearly checkup and and we had a wonderful conversation about that as mothers. I mean, just with my doctor, I'm sitting up there and talking to this woman um, who is of another ethnicity. And we just we just talked for maybe 20 minutes about what it's like. And she, one thing she left with me, uh, Dr. Narayan, she was saying that, you know, sometimes as mothers, we need to realize we're doing the best that we can. And we're doing okay. We're doing a good job at it. We're doing good at it. So we we shouldn't always beat ourselves up um, or talk negatively about ourselves or think negatively about ourselves if we don't get something right. But just uh, to be, like I said, more positive about what we are doing. Yeah, Yeah. we're always doing the best with what we have, aren't we? And 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 that's a powerful thing. But I I totally agree with you. Um, We yeah celebrating ourselves as mothers um, and celebrating each other as mothers you know like yes, yes, getting yes. that support having community um, yes, that community of, of women as well around you is so important and having that support 
from other women I think is also really really important to help us through you know being able to speak to other mums having these conversations where we can speak to other mums and realize you're not alone because it's so easy to to feel that kind of isolation of like am I the only one going through this am I I going crazy is this is this okay is this you know like we all go through those experiences as mums in different ways you know as our children grow there's different ages and stages as we know um and yeah just knowing that there are other people in the same boat can be you know quite comforting right right it's good hearing actually i'd just like to throw a curveball in here because as you know my my sound has been spotting in and out a little bit so hence that i've been fairly quiet today which is rare for me but you mentioned earlier on pam that you're you're actually living at home with your daughter so you obviously what you've got grandchildren at least one grandchild living at home with you what's share a bit about the dynamic of that in terms of you know your style of parenting and say your daughter's style of parenting and are there times when you sort of automatically go to jump in and then realize "Uh uh-oh it's it's your daughter's place because I'm just intrigued as you can see I'm a little mischievous here (laughs) no Um, you want to open up Pandora's box (laughs) that wouldn't be me otherwise um you know, it's we've done this for a while, and hopefully this is coming to an end when we're going to go our separate ways by the end of the year. But while we are living together, that has been a challenge. It hasn't been to me, and I can't speak for my husband, but since I'm the one on the show, I will. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been a little bit more challenging because he's one of those, I, I guess because the man in the house, I, I think he's more... Um, he will talk to my daughter, like if my grandson, the 14-year-old, maybe doesn't do well on his grades or something of that nature. And he'll say, like, this is the way you need to discipline him. And then she's like, well, me and, of course, my husband, you know, she's talking about herself and her husband. They'll decide what's the right way. And I, I'm typically fine. They're the parents. We're the grandparents. That's fine. But um him not so much but (laughs) but but of course but of course sometimes you see things that you just have to okay I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna keep it to myself today put my hand over my mouth and I'm not gonna speak to it or or if there are some things that I really feel um I really feel strongly about I will try first I'm prayerful about it a lot of times I'm prayerful about it and I'm like, okay, God, give me the opportunity, especially if it's something serious, give me the opportunity to speak to the two of them or speak to my daughter um, or my son in love about the issue and, and do it like that, as opposed to raising voices, fussing, cussing on that whole nine yards, because that's not going to help the situation. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be a challenge at times. So I'm going to be honest with you, you know, um, because there are different ways of parenting people. Younger folks these days, they parent a lot different from the way that we, our generation or my generation, I'll say, used uh-huh. to parent. So, um, but you just have to respect them as the parents and, uh, you know, pray that the kids will grow up and be good citizens and, and be obedient to authority and, and do well and, you know, love their siblings and parents and family and all of that and do good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it can be a challenge, but um, yeah. we work through it. We work through it. And that's the thing, isn't it? And like you said, it's it, it's great that you can appreciate that they 
that they're parenting their ch children how they yeah. want to parent them and you know again um you know one of our sort of the basis of 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 our talk is also about the fact that you know there is no guidebook to, to right, parenting. Right. You know, every child yeah, is different yeah. every parent is different we've all got different experiences um yes, yes. so yeah it's it's and I, I yeah i can imagine it's difficult sometimes to step back but yeah i think you're, you're allowing them that space as, as parents themselves so um, like fair play for you for doing that and your grandson in terms of that um you know having that relationship do you find that you're a bit more laid back now and the, the so the connection you have with your grandson can be a lot calmer than say when you were parenting your daughters uh, and then yeah. he, therefore he can sit down and have conversations with you fairly relax in a relaxed manner oh yes absolutely absolutely and we literally just had this conversation last night i was talking to my grandson who's 14 because it's his first year in high school and i was talking about i was talking to him about friendships and he is just so quiet and reserved and he's Mr. Cool, calm and collected. doesn't say a lot, but it's like, okay, did you have anybody, a lunch buddy or when you were at lunch today? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, so are you gonna just kind of get some phone numbers of some folks in your classroom and approach some of the kids or what? So I'm wanting him to just kind of be this go-getter and just kind of be the life of the party and meeting people and but he's like I have to be myself that's not me that's not you know so that was one of those aha moments where I'm learning yeah. from this 14 year old child what it's like and I can't make him be the person that he's not and I, I don't want to do that anyway but yeah. um so I'm like okay I'm just gonna sit <laughs> <back> and <laughs> make friends <laughs> because the, the opposite side of that is when my and we talk about this every now and again when my daughter went to kindergarten i think it was kindergarten and i walked her in the classroom i saw she kind of sat over on the side and when, when one of the little girls came in the class i said that's nicole over there why don't you go be her friend <laughs> you know <laughs> you were that mom I was that mom. <laughs> so now I'm trying not to do this with my grandson. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass him at high school. At least I'm not the only mischievous one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm just trying to let him be himself. And yeah. I love the fact that he was that we have a relationship where we can have those kinds of conversations. Absolutely. It was such a heartwarming conversation. I mean, he's leaning over the bed and I'm sitting on the sofa and we're just just talking, just talking. I'm just, you know, seeing how his day went at school and, you know, and all of that. So it's, it's wonderful to have those kinds of conversations now with the next generation, with our yes. grandkids. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Pam. <laughs> You've given us so much insight tonight and we really appreciate that. And um, one of the things we also do with all our guests is uh, we ask them to share three nuggets of wisdom with our audience. So what would be your three nuggets that you would like to share with mums who are listening in? Oh, three nuggets. Wow. Well, one is one that I feel strongly about is look at the woman in the mirror and just be your authentic self. 
It's just mm-hmm. kind of like what my grandson was telling me. Don't don't try to change me. Don't try to make me be like you or try to be somebody I'm not. Just be your authentic self. Um, another one is, let me see. There's a saying that my husband and I uh, share in our workshop. Uh, when it comes to anything in life, those who want to find a way, but those who don't find excuses. So if you have something out there that's on your heart that you want to do, find a way to do it. Find a way to do it and and don't make up a whole lot of excuses for it. Um, And then I guess the last thing I would say, um, live, live your, and I'll say blessed life, live your best life. Um, But that's one thing my daughter has shown us with her diagnosis of cancer. She hasn't stopped. She still travels. She still has her friends, her tribe, her community. And she has really taught us that she is more than her diagnosis. So I, I would just leave you with that, that, that live your best life, your blessed life. There's things out there. Just live life and live it to the fullest. Live it to the fullest. Wow. That is a powerful way to end. So I thank you, Pam, for joining us on this episode of Mums Figuring Out. Um, Roxanne, have you got any final words? Yes, well, Pam, it's been a pleasure. And I love that ethos of yours about, you know, being your authentic self and finding a way to do what what your heart desires and live your blessed life. I mean, that's in a nutshell. You know, if every woman can embrace that and adopt that philosophy, what could she accomplish and what would her family do? So thank you for sharing that with our listeners. And listeners, if you've got any questions or any comments that you'd like to make, do email us at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com. Or if you're listening in via Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a review and a comment for us. So we do thank you for listening in. And... um, Yes, do share your thoughts with us. So, Pam, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. You, thank you. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. So, thank you, ladies. And from us here at Mums Figuring It Out, we uh, say take care and God bless. Okay, bye for now. Bye.